distractions. Are distractions stopping you from getting to your goal? Or are you allowing distractions around you getting in the way of your goal? Hmm, interesting question. So I was in the sh in the shed just recently, like literally five minutes ago, working on a project that I've been working on for probably 18, no, about 16 months. 16 months working on a hook project. It's just basically making some hooks onto a um, whatever, just a device that I can hook co coats on. Okay, so I'm doing a construction um, project and it was just one of those little what if nice nice niceties that I'd love to have some hooks but it's not a priority it's way down at the bottom of the list but I tell you there's something about every time I go into that shed and I start working on it I get distracted and it's to the point for 16 months now I've been working on a project that should take me literally 20 to 25 minutes to do I have all the tools I have the electricity, I have the motive, the means, the opportunity, but what's getting in my way are distractions. So are the distractions, i.e. the UPS man coming by to drop off a box, what do I do? I drop everything and I go attend to the UPS man. Well, what if I wasn't home? He would just drop it at the door, not get a signature and be on his merry way. Why do I feel the need that I should drop everything and run and sign and then chit chat with him for a few minutes. That distraction was totally my fault, totally my doing. And then when I get back to the project just to, con to, to continue what I was doing, I realized, oh man, I forgot. So-and-so is coming over in 10 minutes. I may as well just give it up because what can I do in 10 minutes? Well, actually you can half finish the job in 10 minutes, really. So there are definitely distractions that come into our life that allow us, that, that we allow to distract us to the end goal. And how can you avoid that? We're all human. We all run into this trap. It, it happens all the time. I constantly now hear about it as one of the pet peeves my clients have in getting to their goal. And I say, instead of blaming others, blaming distractions around you, I say, Start looking at your own behavior and your own way of reacting to this, to the distraction. That's why we have doors on offices, close the door. That's why we have ringers on our phones, turn the ringer off. I cannot believe how many people do not know how to turn their cell phone off. So what, what, what does that even mean? We don't know how to turn our cell phone off. What about the home phone? You know, you rarely use it, but when it rings, you go, oh my gosh, somebody somebody must be needing 911. Must be an emergency because my phone never rings. My home phone, landline, I'm talking. What do we do? We jump up and we get the phone. So the distractions are all around us all the time, depending on how you respond and react to that distraction. will get you closer and further faster to or from your goal. And when you say, oh, it's only 10 minutes, 10 minutes of peak time is like three hours of off peak time. What do I mean? Well, peak time is when you're in your zone, you're ready to go. You have all the tools you need. You have everything lined up perfectly and ready. You have the energy, you have the mental focus, you're ready to go. That's peak time. Off peak time 
is maybe for some people in the evening, you know, after dinner, when you kind of want to just chillax, relax, and just wind down and not think about anything. That's why we watch mindless hours of TV, because we don't have to make any decisions. We don't have to even think about our own problems. Those are welcome distractions, and we need those. We definitely need those for our wellness and mental health. I say if you're struggling with that, then turn the TV off and watch YouTube and watch something educational. So at least you don't feel like, you know, I spent I spent an hour and a half watching mindless TV and I got nothing out of that. Jack Canfield and Brian Tracy, two of my mentors, said if you did do that one single thing by reducing or eliminating TV, the junk, okay, so the mindless junk, um, and you replace it with content-rich information on, and, and by that I mean go to YouTube, look up a channel, look up a, just search on the YouTube, something that you're interested in. So time management. If you're listening to this now, you're interested in being more productive. You're interested in being more time efficient. So just take those three words and put them into a YouTube search engine and watch all the videos that come up. And then do that for 10 minutes a day and then increase it each day. Create a great habit. Over 21 days, it'll be a habit you won't even think about. It will be ingrained in your new forward thinking, let, um, letting no distraction get in between you and your goal. That's how you are able to control distractions around you, by your reaction, your response to them, and allowing them or disallowing them to get you further to or away from your goal. It's like a muscle. So start small, small, small steps. And also you don't have to yell or get angry during this process. Simple communication works as well. So by closing the door, putting a sign on your office in session or recording, this is the best, I love this, this, this sign. Put up a sign on the outside of your door, a piece of paper and just write on a piece of paper recording. And that way the people around your house know that they're not going to come and knock on the door or distract you or ask you where the ketchup is because you have a sign that says recording, which means like right now I'm recording. I don't want to have distractions. If you have constant distractions, then that's you, that, that could be your inability or your not setting up the rules or the requests, not rules, but requests around your workspace. So it can be done in an office setting. It is done in office settings. That's why we love to go to work sometimes, just because we don't have those distractions. We, you know, at work, we were never allowed to check Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. I mean, those were just disallowed. The IT department just deactivated and wasn't even allowed back then. And now when I go into a retail location and I'm looking for something and I find an attendant, more times than not, seven out of 10, let's say, seven out of 10 times that person, when I do find someone in the aisles to help me find a hammer, they're on their device and they're doing it in secret. So if you own a retail store and you don't think your employees are checking their Instagram and their Facebook and whatever else they're doing, then you got another thing coming because I'm telling you as a consumer, that's happening all the time, no matter what you do. You shut it off to find another way around it. That's how texting was invented, by the way. Teachers would not let their students use their cell phones in the classroom. So one clever little student decided to figure out how to communicate without using the cell phone and 
presto, texting was discovered. So there is always going to be a way for people to figure out ways around um, when you tell them not to do something. So that's why I say you don't need to yell or apply rules. Just say, here's a courtesy. Here's a common courtesy. You know, when I have the recording sign up outside my office, it means that I'm doing a YouTube video or I'm doing an instructional video. And to get interrupted, I have to start again. So it ends up, you know, just explaining to people. And then they go, oh, I get it. Okay, cool. I won't do that. And then they, you are basically training or asking them to, to treat you in the way you want to be treated. Efficiency, communication helps a lot in that area. So identify in the next couple of days, just be mindful. Be mindful when you're distracted and just say, did I really need to pick up that call? Did I really need to do what I just did? Or is it just a habit I've created out of living in an instantaneous world and living that I have to respond right now kind of world? And see how you can curtail some of those behaviors so that you can get that peak time to be more efficient for you. And the last tip I want to say is on time efficiency and distractions and making the most of your peak time because we only have so much in a week. I have like literally 16 hours in my week. There's 168 hours in a week. I have 16 hours of on peak time. So I do multiple things at the same time. I know multitasking is a whole different ball game. Some people agree, some people don't. There's a way to efficiently multitask. And by that, I mean, I'm doing this podcast right now, speaking into a podcast recording, and then that's part of my job. And I'm also doing yoga, which you can't see because this is a podcast. I'm doing my stretching morning stretches yoga while I'm doing the podcast. And to me, that's efficient use of my time. Hope that helps. This is Tracy with anchor.fm.